Good morning, Sunship, and welcome to our daily conference call where we read from the original edition of ACIM, which is published by Course in Miracles Society. Uh, today is uh, New Year's Eve, and it's a special call. Um, um, Sam just called in and wanted everyone to know that he listens to our recordings every day when he's not on the call and wanted to wish everyone a happy and blessed New Year. So right now on the call, in reading order, I have Ida, Paula, Reverend Rija, Fran, Lee, Josie, and listening and running is Catherine, and I'm not sure if Renee is running, but Renee checked in. Have I forgotten anyone? This is Fritz. I'll be listening. Hi, Fritz. Happy New Year. Thank you. All right. I'm going to turn the call over to Reverend Regia for morning prayer. Reverend Regia, Happy New Year. Oh, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Happy New Year. New beginning. <laughs> um, wanted to mention that we have a new format to our lesson beginning tomorrow. It's a mobile responsive, which is the, sort of a new term we're using these days. It will look the same on all your devices. So I invite you, if you're not on our daily lesson mailing list, you might want to get on and then you can receive the daily lesson and text reading in your phone or your iPad tablet, whatever. Okay, thank you. And uh, we, uh, we open every day. We open our time together by becoming quiet, still. We do this so that we can relax. The yogis knew that uh, they even formed yoga because it was a way of relaxing the body, getting the body out of the way so it wouldn't disturb meditation. And so we relax the body, relax the breath. And then we notice that, lo and behold, we have fewer thoughts. Hallelujah. Because we want to let go of those surface thoughts and draw back to the core of our being. So we do this now. Close our eyes. We draw back. We relax. And we feel our connection. Right now, whether we're on the call in this moment or listening later, there is really only now. It's the only time there is. And that joining is now, eternal. We will never not be joined. We are joined forever and ever. We are eternal. We are immortal. And so we come to the end of our practice for a year we spent with our elder brother and with one another. How precious. Some of us have been doing the lessons every day. Some of us have been reading the text. And some of us have been doing both. So today, there's some words from elder brother that are so precious and guiding, always guiding. And so we end with, uh, we end our little period of, of quiet with these words. It's in the epilogue, it's at the end. Quote, we trust our ways to him and say amen. In peace, we will continue in his way and trust all things to him. In confidence, we wait his answers 
as we ask His will in everything we do. He loves God's Son as we would love Him, and He teaches us how to behold Him through His eyes and love Him as He does. You do not walk alone. God's angels hover close and all about. His love surrounds you. And of this be sure, that I will never leave you comfortless. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, All right. I assume you all know we are reading the very last chapter, chapter section, I mean, uh, excuse me, section 29 in the manual. As for the rest, this manual is not intended to answer all questions that both teacher and pupil may raise. In fact, it covers only a few of the more obvious ones in terms of a brief summary of some of the major concepts in the text and workbook. It is not a substitute for either, but merely a supplement. And while it is called a manual for teachers, it must be remembered that it only it must be remembered that only time divides teacher and pupil so that the difference is temporary by definition. In some cases, it may be helpful for the pupil to read the manual first. Others might do better to begin with the workbook, and still others may need to start at the more abstract level of the text. Ida, one and two, please. One. This manual is not intended to answer all questions that both teacher and pupil may raise. In fact, it covers only a, a it covers in fact it covers only a few of the more obvious ones in terms of a brief summary of some of the major concepts in the text and workbook. It is not a substitute for either, but merely a supplement. While it is called a manual for teachers, it must be remembered that only time divides teacher and um, pupil, so that the difference is temporary by definition. In some cases, it may be helpful for the pupil to read the manual first. Others might do better to begin with the workbook. Still others may need to start at the more abstract level of the text, too. Which is for whom? Who would profit more from prayers alone? Who needs but a smile? being as yet ready for more. No one, is, no one should attempt to answer these questions alone. Surely no teacher of God has come this far without realizing that. The curriculum is highly individualized. And all aspects are under the Holy Spirit's particular care and guidance. Ask and he will answer. The responsibility is his, and he alone is fit to assume it. To do so is his function. To refer the questions to him is yours. Would you want to be responsible for decisions about which you understand so little? Be glad you have a teacher who cannot make a mistake. His answers are always right. Would you say that of yours? Thank you, Ida. Paula, two and three, please. Which is for whom? Who would profit more from prayers alone? who needs but a smile, being as yet unready for more. No one should attempt to answer these questions alone. Surely no teacher of God has come this far without realizing that. 
The curriculum is highly individualized, and all aspects are under the Holy Spirit's particular care and guidance. Ask, and he will answer. The responsibility is his, and he alone is fit to assume it. To do so is his function. To refer the questions to him is yours. Would you want to be responsible for decisions about which you understand so little? Be glad you have a teacher who cannot make a mistake. His answers are always right. Would you say that of yours? Three. There is another advantage, and a very important one, in referring decisions to the Holy Spirit with increasing frequency. Perhaps you have not thought of this aspect, but its centrality is obvious. To follow the Holy Spirit's guidance is to let yourself be be absolved of guilt. It is the essence of the atonement. It is the core of the curriculum. The imagined usurping of functions, not your own, is the basis of fear. The whole world you see reflects the illusion you have done so, making fear inevitable. To return the function to the one to whom it belongs is thus the escape from fear. And it is this that lets the memory of love return to you. Do not then think that following the Holy Spirit's guidance is is necessary merely because of your own inadequacies. It is the way out of hell for you. Thank you, Paula. Reverend Rita, three and four, please. Okay, just a moment. My my screen closed. Hold on. There it is. Okay. There there is another advantage and a very important one in referring decisions to the Holy Spirit with increasing frequency. Perhaps you have not thought of this aspect, but its centrality is obvious. To follow the Holy Spirit's guidance is to let yourself be absolved of guilt. It is the essence of the atonement. It is the core of the curriculum. The imagined usurping of functions not your own is the basis of fear. The whole world you see reflects the illusion you have done so, making fear inevitable. To return the function to the one to whom it belongs is thus the escape from fear. And it is this that lets the memory of love return to you. Do not, then, think that following the Holy Spirit's guidance is necessary merely because of your own inadequacies. It is the way out of hell for you. And number four, here again is the paradox often referred to in the Course. To say, quote, of myself I can do nothing, unquote, is to gain all power. And yet it is but a seeming paradox. As God created you, you have all power. The image you made of yourself has none. The Holy Spirit knows the truth about you. The image you made does not. Yet despite its obvious and complete ignorance, this image assumes it knows all things because you have given that belief to it. Such is your teaching and the teaching of the world which was made to uphold it. But the teacher who knows the truth has not forgotten it. His decisions bring benefit to all, being wholly devoid of attack and therefore incapable of arousing guilt. Mm. 
Thank you, Reverend Regia. Fran, four and five, please. Four. Here again is the paradox often referred to in the Course. To say, quote, of myself I can do nothing, unquote, is to gain all power. And yet it is that a seeming paradox. As God created you, you have all power. The image you made of yourself has none. The Holy Spirit knows the truth about you. The image you made does not. That despite its obvious and complete ignorance, this image assumes it knows all things because you have given that belief to it. Such is your teaching and the teaching of the world which was made such is your teaching and the teaching of the world which was made to uphold it. But the teacher who knows the truth has not forgotten it. His decisions bring benefit to all, being wholly devoid of attack, and therefore incapable of arousing guilt. Five, who assumes a power that he does not have is deceiving himself. Yet to accept the power given him by God is but to acknowledge his creator and accept his gifts. And his gifts have no limit. To ask the Holy Spirit to decide for you is simply to accept your true inheritance. Does that mean that you cannot decide anything without consulting him? No, indeed. That would hardly be practical. And it is the practical with which this course is most concerned. If you have made a habit to ask for help when and where you can, you can be confident that wisdom will be given you when you need it. Prepare for this each morning. Remember God when you can throughout the day. Ask the Holy Spirit's help when it is possible to do so. And thank him for his guidance at night. And your confidence will be well-founded indeed. Thank you, Fran. Lee, five and six, please. Who assumes a power that he does not have is deceiving himself. Yet to accept the power given him by God is but to acknowledge his creator and accept his gifts. And his gifts have no limit. To ask the Holy Spirit to decide for you is simply to accept your true inheritance. Does this mean that you cannot decide anything without consulting him? No, indeed. That would hardly be practical. And it is the practical with which this Course is most concerned. If you have made it a habit to ask for help when and where you can, you can be confident that wisdom will be given you when you need it. Prepare for this each morning. Remember God when you can throughout the day. Ask the Holy Spirit's help when it is possible to do so. And thank Him for His guidance at night. And your confidence will be well-founded indeed. Six. Never forget that the Holy Spirit does not depend on your words. He understands the requests of your heart and answers them. Does this mean that while attack remains attractive to you, he will respond with evil? Hardly. For God has given him the power to translate your prayers of the heart into his language. He understands that an attack is a call for help, and he responds with help accordingly. God would be cruel 
if you let your words replace his own. A loving father does not let his child harm himself or choose his own destruction. He may ask for injury, but his father will protect him still. And how much more than this does your father love his son? Thank you, Lee. Josie, six and seven, please. Josie, are you reading? I was reading. You did not hear me? No. (laughs) Would you please start over? Josie, I think you may have dropped or you're on mute. You don't Mm -hmm. hear me? I hear you now. Okay. Skip over me. I don't know what's happening. Thanks. Okay. All right. So I'm looking for new readers, please, who's joined the call that would like to read. This is Carl. Okay, Carl. And is that Stephen? Yeah. Carl. Okay, so Carl, if you do six, um, six and Mary. seven, and Mary, great. Okay, so Carl, six and seven, please. Never forget that the Holy Spirit does not depend on your words. He understands the requests of your heart and answers them. Does this mean that while attack remains attractive to you, he will respond with evil? Hardly. For God has given him the power to translate your prayers of the heart into his language. He understands that an attack is a call for help, and he responds with help accordingly. God will be cruel if he let your words replace his own. A loving father does not let his child harm himself or choose his own destruction. He may ask for an injury, but his father will protect him still. And how much more than this does your father love his son? 7. Remember, you are his completion and his love. Remember, your weakness is his strength. But do not read this hastily or wrongly. If his strength is in you, what you perceive as your weakness is but illusion. And he has given you the means to prove it so. Ask all things of his teacher, and all things are given you. Not in the future, but immediately, now. God does not wait, for waiting implies time, and he is timeless. Forget your foolish images, your sense of frailty, and your fear of harm, your dreams of danger, and selected quote-unquote, wrongs. God knows but his Son, and as he was created, so he is. In confidence, I place you in his hands, and I give thanks for you that this is so. Thank you, Carl. Stephen, 7 and 8, please. 7. Remember, you are his completion and his love. Remember, your weakness is his strength. But do not read this hastily or wrongly if his strength is in you what you perceive as your weakness is but illusion and he has given you the means to prove it so ask all things of his teacher and all things be given you not in the future but immediately now God does not wait for waiting implies time and he is timeless forget your foolish images your sense of frailty your fear of harm, your dreams of danger and selected wrongs. God knows but his son, and as he was created, and as he was created, 
so he is. In confidence, I place you in his hands, and I give thanks for you that this, be, that this is so. Eight. And now, in all our doings, be you blessed. God turns to you for help to save the world. Teacher of God, his thanks he offers you. And all the world stands silent in, in the grace you bring from him. You are the son he loves, and it is given you to be the means through which his voice is heard around the world, to close all things of time, to end the sight of all the things visible, and to undo all things that change. Through you is, through you is ushered in a world unseen, unheard, and truly there. Holy are you. And in your light, the world reflects your holiness. For you are not alone and friendless. I give thanks for you and join your efforts on behalf of God, knowing they are on my behalf as well. And for all those who walk to God with me, amen. Thank you, Stephen. And Mary, A, please. And now in all your doings, be you blessed. God turns to you for help to save the world. Teacher of God, his thanks he offers you. And all the world stands silent in the grace you bring from him. You are the son he loves. And it is given you to be the means through which his voice is heard around the world to close all things of time, to end the sight of all things visible, and to undo all things that change. Through you is ushered in a world unseen, unheard, yet truly there. Holy are you, and in your light the world reflects your holiness, for you are not alone and friendless. I give thanks for you and join your efforts on behalf of God, knowing they are on my behalf as well, and for all those who walk to God with me. Finney. Oh, thank you, Mary. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Amen. We Amen. did it. <laughs> the floor is open. Yeah. Amen, amen. I really like that part about forget all your foolish dreams and because that's what I had right before the call. It or you know, and was going through that when I said that and Chris said that we all do want, you know, to love and um so I said, Okay, forget it. Just forget it and um I know I can do that. I've done it before. I did that just yesterday or a couple of days ago about something else with someone else. And so <laughs> um, just this very, very encouraging. It helps me remember my courage. Thank you, Uncle Fleet. I love that, Ida. Thank you. Thanks, Ida. Thank you, Ida. You are courageous, Ida. Love you, Ida. Oh, bless you all. When they say you are not alone and friendless, I thought of you guys. You guys are my friends. 
And I'll think of everybody one day as my friend, but that's a pretty good start. <laughs> yes, very so, nice. Yeah, I'm complete. So cute. Oh, you're so cute, Ida. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Ida. You make us all smile, and I can say this with all of my heart, you will find no greater friends than here. I'm complete. We go, yes. we go not alone. We have our friend with us, but our friend waits on our request politely, being the friend that always allows you to speak first and then to help you with what you may have trepidation with when you ask. It's really beautiful, and all of you have made the end of my ACIM year utterly perfect. This beautiful band of Confederates. You see, the Federation is out there waiting for us. It speaks to us through FIGU all the time. And we, happy band of Confederates, are with them. And they know it. Thank you all. I'm complete. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, brother. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. We are joining the ranks of the of, of the miracle workers and the teachers, right? I mean, again, this is a course in miracles. So if we do the textbook and and and, and the workbook, that, that sets us up, you know, to be miracle workers. And then this idea of we're just finishing the manual for teachers because he wants us to be able to teach like he taught. And I just love this this last paragraph. You know, the the message from Jesus to us that uh, you know, again, we're teachers of God, and that He wants to recognize that in us and just remind us of what our responsibility is and, and you know, that, again, we're not alone in this and that he's there and Holy Spirit's there and that, uh, you know, we're supposed to carry this message to change the world. And, you know, what's the course say? Our job is not to change the world but to change our view of the world. And so, you know, we bring this, uh, I love that, holy are you and in your light the world reflects your holiness for you are not alone and friendless. Again, we bring light to the darkness. And this is just wonderful that, you know, again, it's a pretty blasphemous for fundamentalists and traditional um, 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 Christian religion that, you know, Jesus is talking one-on-one with us like this. But, uh, but hey, he wants us to, to, to be teachers just like him, and that's pretty encouraging. And, again, it's been wonderful to be able to, to go through... Um, uh, to go through the workbook and to go through the uh, uh, the manual and, and looking forward to the to the new year. So I'm just glad I'm on board with this and, and grateful to be a part of it. So I'm uh, ready to to uh, have my little light shine. So <laughs> that's I think complete. We're glad Very you, nice. Stephen. Thanks. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Stephen. This, this is Carl. Uh, Rob, you said something that really uh, struck me, and that was that the holy spirit our friend allows us to go first isn't that interesting because that's that's truly what happens until we literally give him the okay um until we literally stop and and turn away from the false thought turn away from what's not true and simply say something like, thy will be done. But he he does 
allow us to go first. And <laughs> that's, of course, what gets me into trouble so often is when I listen to that first voice instead of saying, stopping and saying, I will be done and listen. I'm complete. Thanks, Rob. Oh, that's kind of you. Uh, I had the idea to call Vladimir Putin tomorrow, but <clears throat> I asked the Holy Spirit about it, and he advised me to get a little more under my belt. Thank you. So funny. Thank you. That's <laughs> very funny. Yeah. Okay. Could you call Vladimir Putin, even if you got the guidance that you were supposed to call him today? Well, it reminds me of a wonderful, wonderful happening in the Second World War. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, can you just give me a yes or no answer about it? <laughs> Call Vladimir I don't, I don't think so. I think that's what the, the, the uh, Holy Spirit said. Do you have his number? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> this I is Wendy. I, I wanted to respond to what Carl said. Um, a friend who has quite a dramatic relationship with uh, with Krishna said to me, um, love never imposes itself, but that's a quality of love, which is why the Holy Spirit waits on us to request or ask or connect and say, this is what I want, and then offer everything. But that's part of the asking and receiving is to recognize that love will never presume for you. It will always wait on, on your request. I'm complete. Thanks, Perfect. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Wendy. I hope to talk to you again soon, Wendy. Me too, Ida. Hey, guys. It's Lee. In the first couple of paragraphs, we have an interesting... Uh, an interesting little piece about how we're to assist. And part of what he offers answers that age-old question, should I begin with the text or should I begin with the workbook? I've heard both. And, um, and then more, more recently, um, I've heard uh, several advice starting with the manual. So to the whole question of how we assist another, whether it's a course student, a beginning course student, or just anyone we encounter. At the end of paragraph one and the beginning of two, he directs that uh, because it's a highly individualized curriculum, that each other is undergoing in their spiritual journey, um, there's no standard answer to anything I'm ever prompted to respond with and that uh, I'm being guided here um, to look beyond any standard answers and always ask guidance. So after setting those questions down, should he read the manual first or the workbook or the text? He says in two, which is for whom? And then I read the next sentence as furthermore, in regard to the question of what's most appropriate, who would profit more from prayers? alone who would profit more in other words if i if i prayed for them who needs but a smile being as yet unready for more no one should attempt to answer these questions alone the curriculum's highly individualized and all aspects are under the holy spirit's particular 
care and guidance. Ask and he will answer. The responsibility, in other words, for how I'm to respond, is his. And he alone is fit to assume it. To do so is his function. Refer the questions to him is my function. So I thought it was interesting for one thing that we get uh, something of an answer to the question of how students should begin the course. And we get real strong uh, direction here as to the need in terms of how I care for anyone to see that I'm asking how best to respond. Thanks, I'm complete. Thanks, Lee. I needed that. Yeah. Thanks, Lee. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Lee, this is Paula. <clears throat> At the end of that second paragraph, too, uh, would you want to be responsible for decisions about which you understand so little? Be glad you have a teacher who cannot make a mistake. His answers are always right. Would you say that of yours? That kind of, you know, makes me step back. Because, you know, I know there are times in my my quest or my caring, I, I tend to, you know, go out to help somebody with a kind word that I think is a kind word. And I was thinking about it the other day when we were talking about the subject of death. And, you know, we say, oh, you know, words like, it's for the best, or, you know, it's his time, or her time. And I forgot where I heard it. Was it on the call? Where somebody said, all you need to say. Maybe I heard it on one of the YouTube uh, videos where it says, all you have to say to that individual, I share in your sadness. They want comfort and companion, you know, compassion. So I, too, you know, have to step back and say, and ask the Holy Spirit for the words before I speak first. And that's exactly what Rob was even saying. We all, something shoots out of our mouth, on mine anyway, I shouldn't say us, so quickly. But is it the right word? Is it the right thought? Not if we take that moment to step back and ask for help or guidance. And then, for me, personally, in paragraph three, to follow the Holy Spirit's guidance is to let yourself be absolved of guilt. Whoa, did that sentence do rings around my head. <laughs> I want that absolution. I want to be, because I, as soon as I would say something or think something, it's, oh, that wasn't the right thought. The guilt pops right in. And then I do the atonement to forgive and undo. But so, and as Carl was saying today on the workbook call, I am making a firm commitment for the new year, this time element, to follow, to really get my legs out of one world and the other world. I've been straddling in limbo for so long I want to be firmly planted in one world or the other. That's where I'm at. And I know the world I want, and I want reality, not the illusion. So this is my year of commitment. And commitment has always been hard for me. It goes to trust, and that's what I'm going to really work on this year in this time element. So I'm complete.
Thank you, Paula. Paula. Thank you, your Paula. Commitment, your commitment to us, Paula, has been exceptional. Yes. I'm Point so of proud. order. Uh, Boy, that's the truth. You know, I'm, I'm a hearing impaired person, and when, when a person wants to be soft and kind and spiritual, they got to put their mouth close to the mic because otherwise their lovely messages only come to partially. So I don't, I don't mean to say that to anyone in particular, but if you, if you don't put your mouth right near the mic, it, it doesn't pick up the soft speech. And uh, it's my fault. Uh, I did that damage to myself. I'm sorry. So please help me. Robin, I tried. I put my volume on as high as I could, and I have the speaker right No, no, it's not that, dear. I pointed out that it's your mouth next to the mic. When you just said that, it was loud and clear. Thanks for waiting to mention it, Rob. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'll do the best. Better. Yeah, it's perfect now, Paula. I I had a problem, too, Paula. Um, Right when you said, and as for paragraph three, then I started being able to hear you. Um, but at the end, and at the before that, when you said that, uh, really, I could, I knew it was your voice, and I really just wasn't sure what the heck you were saying. So I'm sorry I wasn't either, because you say such neat things and stuff. But I, yeah, I need to get a hearing aid. And the good thing is that I found out the other day that the Lions Club helps people with that as well as with eyeglasses, and and so I'm going to uh, check into that. So thank you. Ida. Ida, a hearing aid will not help when a person is either whispering or they are, they are too far from the mic with soft speech. I've got hearing aids, but see, it it just it's a question of being on top of your mic but not touching it. Okay, thank you, Rob. I'm complete. This is Reverend Rita Joy, and I I, I really feel a miss a remiss a miss um, because. Uh, I couldn't hear Paula as well, but um, I can always turn my volume up. But uh, because Rob, and I knew this, he's not able to turn his volume up uh, on the device that he's using. So I am so sorry because I knew he was missing. I felt it. I knew he was missing what Paula was saying. And Paula, we love all your shares are so magnificent. I love them. And to think that a brother wasn't hearing it. I, I was. I just didn't say anything, and um, forgive me. I'm sorry. It's just. It's just mic learning. It's just learning how to handle microphones. You know, I was in the air for years and years and years, and and you know, everybody gets taught to start with. You must have your mic almost touching your mouth, and and then everything, even whispers, will come through. It's just a learning thing. It's, it'll work out great. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Paula, you mentioned that uh, sentence in paragraph 3, to follow the Holy Spirit's guidance is to let yourself be absolved of guilt. He he follows up on that at the end of paragraph 4. And this is a great description of something that I learned um, about one of the effects that I could anticipate when I'm torn about a decision. If I go in and ask and I feel that I've gotten an answer, I can really release my concern for what my intellect tells me will be the consequence of the guidance I've received. 
I don't have to worry about whether it's going to cause a little upset, a little conflict, whether it's not going to take care of something that, uh, that my mind was telling me I needed to take care of. I release everything when I ask for that decision and follow what the guidance is. And where that release comes from in me is the ability to know that if I'm receiving guidance, then what I'm guided to do, despite what my intellect may tell me, is the best thing for everyone touched in any way by the decision. And one of the beautiful things about that is that if I'm relying on that guidance, I'm released from guilt. I know that my function is to ask guidance and then follow what I'm told. And in the end of four, he describes that beautifully. The, truth, the teacher who knows the truth has not forgotten it. His, his decisions bring benefit to all, being wholly devoid of attack and therefore incapable of arousing guilt. So those references to guilt stood out for me with a question mark initially. But when I remembered that benefit, um, the recognition that those decisions um, assist everyone touched in any way by those decisions when they're the Holy Spirit's, then I understood exactly what he's speaking of for me. Incapable of arousing guilt. Thanks, I'm complete. Perfect. Yeah, Thanks, thank Lee. you, Lee. Thank you. So this is Carl. So it's it's just like a no-brainer, is it not? And maybe that's an interesting word, no-brainer. You know, we have available to us a guide who knows everything, a guide who cannot make a mistake, a guide that is always right. We have uh, the ability to to not feel guilty about a decision because we don't make it. And then we just need to understand that that decision, whatever we are presented with by our guide, is going to benefit everyone. Yeah, what a perfect formula. I'm complete. Yeah, and he has everybody's best interest at heart. You know that Jesus or the Holy Spirit is thinking of just exactly how to tell you to fit your statement so that everybody is benefited. You're just, it's, it's so perfect. It's so lovely. I'm complete. Thanks. That was great, Rob. Thank you. And thanks, Carl. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Carl. You know, that I, I started off saying it's a no-brainer. <laughs> you know, that's what it is. It's a no-brainer. Yes, get it out of the way. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> get it out of the way. We use our mind with our heart, not our brain. <laughs> that's like the, the cartoon when the student says to the master, I'm totally out of my mind, and the master says, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Remember how the song says, Mama told me not to go? Everybody's talking about a new way of walking. Do you want to lose your mind? Well, everybody is not talking about a new way of thinking. Wouldn't it be great if you had an addition for your mind? I love it. Thanks, Rob. I remember that uh, song. Yeah, I remember that, too. Thanks, Rob. 
I'd like to I'd like to shift gears here if we could. Um, I was looking at uh, uh, the the fifth paragraph there where it says to ask the Holy Spirit to decide for you is simply to accept your true inheritance. Does this mean that you cannot say anything without consulting Him? No, indeed. That would hardly be practical. And it is this pract and it is the practical with which this course is most concerned. So the idea of we get God's God's holy teacher to teach us to become more aware. So when we're in our learning curve early on, we don't know what the 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 right and uh, the right-minded uh, best course of action uh, would be. But as we learn and as we learn to uh, ask the Holy Spirit to help us make these choices, we learn to make better choices. And then we progress to the point that, again, we can become more and more aware um, just simply because of our uh, rise in consciousness. You know, Jesus didn't always ask the Holy Spirit for guidance before he did something. You know, again, if it was something heavy-duty, he would. You know, I mean, I think of, of Lazarus. You know, and 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 you know, with his with his disclaimer, you know, your will not mine be done, and and so that idea of of recognizing that we are growing in awareness, and that we know more as we finish this course in 2015 than we did when we started. We can make better decisions than we did, and to me, that's very encouraging. Because again, I mean, it, it's not uh, that we you know stay stuck or stay totally reliant always on, on checking with Holy Spirit, we are better decision makers. And again, that's why we've become, you know, better at, at miracle working and that kind of stuff. Jesus says he's in, totally in charge of miracles in the beginning, but then we become more aware. So that's what was coming up for me. Thank you. Well, I think, yes, that was great. You, but Stephen. I think we have to be aware that Thank there's you, a Stephen. moving target. Thank you, Stephen. Um, I just want to let, um, I want to uh, take a quick minute here and offer a prayer of gratitude. We've got 24 people on the call. I don't know if it's the holidays, but I'm just so grateful because, uh, anyway, Reverend Reader, how about a, pr- a prayer? Sure. Okay. Uh, we'll just uh, take a few moments. We'll, we'll pray together. We'll, we'll join one another. And uh, we are joining in uh, in supreme gratitude for being able to join. We have created a mechanism which opens us to being with one another in the same moment, joining with one another. How wonderful is that? I'm so grateful. And we're joining with one another to remember that all we need to do is ask in every situation. He said today, all aspects are under the Holy Spirit's particular care and guidance. Ask and he will answer. Quote, unquote. (laughs) So we learned today to refer all questions to him. There's a part in the course where it says, it is possible to hear that voice and no other. It is possible to hear that voice and no other. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of joy. So today, we reaffirm that whenever we are feeling anything but peace and supreme joy, whenever that happens, we just let go of what we thought was so, and we open to 
the Holy Spirit's answer, which is our answer. It's our right mind. It's not something separate from us. The negative thoughts were separate. Now we join with truth. And so we're learning that. We're learning that exercise. We're learning it together. You know, he said joining is healing. We're healing together. We're remembering that that's why we came, to heal the separation. We're joining with one another. How wonderful is that? So today we spend in love, in gratitude, as we open to a new year. Every moment is new. Every holy instant gives me another opportunity to love. And so it is. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Rija. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, Reverend Rija. Thank you, Thank you, Reverend Amen. Thank you, Reverend I hear your voice, it just <laughs> brings me, it just stops all the crazy noise in my head. And oh. I can't even begin to tell you how grateful I am. Thank you for all your service. Thank you for all the work that you do to bring us um, the course every day. I just, I'm so profoundly grateful. I thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks. Uh, I wanted to... I wanted to just take a moment and ask uh, Rob if um, he would uh, have something to share, perhaps. I think Rob has departed. That's what I was afraid of. Okay. Well, it's okay because uh, I, uh, you know, I've left the call too. I left one year in November. <laughs> Didn't come back. So, uh, well, that year anyway. So, uh Nope, there's only love. There's only joining. I hold uh, Rob. He is a sinless son of God. He's my brother. He's my savior. I'm complete. Thank you. Yes, and the thing my mother said this morning right before this call is whether it was directed at me or at my brother or uh, somebody else was a cry for love, not an attack. I can see that now. And in the spaces between that I'm, you know, getting that into my being, that that's a cry for love. So it would be not just with her, but with anybody who I at first perceive as attacking someone or attacking me. So that's a good thing. I'm grateful, even though I didn't spend the whole year with you guys, I'm grateful I got in when I did and... And I'll keep doing it because it's an end, but it's not really an end. It's a beginning, and uh, so I'm complete. So thank you, everybody. I love you. You're great. Have a lot of love and a lot of wisdom to give. Thanks, Ida. Thanks, Ida. Thanks, Ida. Thank you, Ida. Um, Ida, uh, I just have one sentence that jumped out at me when you were talking earlier about a situation that you were uh, grappling with, and uh, I think it was even before the call, before the recording, but you know, there's a, there's a sentence that jumped out at me. It's in paragraph three, and it says, to follow the Holy Spirit's guidance is to let yourself be absolved of guilt. And I just, uh, I don't know why, but I just offer that, and I love you. Thank you. I'm complete. That's great. Thank you so much. This is Bryce. This is Bryce. Uh, Bryce, 
surprise. I'd, I'd like to take this right. moment to break uh, break the silence and uh, make a, a bit of a confession here for those who may need to hear this. Uh, some of us believe that we really don't hear from God. Um, that's why I've been silent. That's why I have guilt. That's why I judge. And that's why I'm afraid to be absolved of guilt. For me, is to know I'm loved. Love no matter what. I'm working on that. I'm working on believing that is true for everyone. My illusions are where I've made something else up. Where I want to be right, it's where I've hidden my insecurities that I might be wrong. Forgive me, my brothers. for judging you ever with the judgment against myself more than anything else I want to hear the voice for love I'm tired of hearing another voice If I'm silent, it's only because I can't speak without knowing that I'm speaking out of love. And I'm not there yet, but I couldn't leave this year behind. Without letting you all know how grateful I have been to you, each of you. As we... uh, have joined together in learning who we are, what we are. Thank you for your prayers and uh, for those of you who've reached out to me. Uh, Thanks for giving me a minute and uh, I wish you all
to be absolved of all guilt, to be set free from any illusions of yourselves. I'm complete. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you so much, Bryce. I love you, Bryce. Yeah. Nice to hear your voice, Bryce. Love you, Bryce. Stay with us. Bryce, that was so moving. Mm -hmm. I felt it right in my heart. Thank you so much. I felt it, too. Mrs. Carl, I'd like to uh, read the first sentence of uh, six. I think it's appropriate for this moment. Never forget that the Holy Spirit does not depend on your words. He understands the requests of your heart and answers them. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Carl. Amen. Thanks, Carl. Amen. Thank you, Carl. This is Mary. I'm glad you read that, Carl. Uh, I worked with a lot of guilt for myself, being a former Catholic, um, over the years. And it seemed like this year it came so clear for me that uh, the only guilt I have is the guilt I accuse myself of. If I make mistakes in what I say or my decisions, I need but trust in the Holy Spirit that he makes all things right. I don't have to be the one that's right. I need to trust more in Holy Spirit being with me every minute to learn from my mistakes, but no guilt. The Course tells us that so many times. It's only mistakes. And that's why we're here, to forgive, to learn, and to grow closer to God. I'd like to share with you an experience I had yesterday, uh, or the night before I was meditating on uh, the light within me the light of Christ, the Holy Child, but sometimes I picture a heart with a little candle in it, but that's not necessary. Just the light that God is always growing within me, that little spark is always, always there within my being. And then the next day I was out shopping, and um, lots of times while doing that, I, I... I connect with people through the eyes, just a smile in the eyes, just for an instant. And when I was meditating on that later, I thought, that's the holy instant for me, and I thank you. I was so grateful that in that instant, two beings, two sons of God, recognized each other for just an instant through a smile through the eyes. But it's a holy instant for which I'm grateful. Didn't recognize it before, 
but now I will, and I'll be grateful. Just wanted to share that with you. Thank you. I love you all, and Happy New Year. Thanks, Mary. Love you, too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mary. Happy New Year. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. That's great. Thank you. This is Wendy. I I realize one of the impediments for me to asking the Holy Spirit is that I'm often overbooked and in a rush, uh, particularly when I was living in New Jersey, I noticed that, you know, I would maybe book up my time so I wouldn't have any experience of loneliness, but I was always, you know, rushing from one thing to the other and living at that kind of a pace or that kind of um, maybe a little desperation running through my consciousness made it difficult to stop and ask and listen, to take the time, to be at a speed that allowed for that, that promoted that. And uh, so that's a a New Year's resolution is to slow down and spend a little bit more time in contemplation and relating to my dear friend, the Holy Spirit. I'm complete. Thank you, Wendy. Beautiful, Wendy. Thanks. Thank you, Wendy. Love you, my sister. Love you, too. Yeah, thank you, Wendy. That's great. It's Lee, I thought to highlight a really interesting, really a wonderful single phrase at the end of paragraph three, telling me the advantages of asking guidance over listening to the ego's guidance. He says, it's this that lets the memory of love return to you. He'll often talk about the memory of my identity, the memory of God. It's um, less frequently that he uses this particular phrase, the memory of love, but it really really, um, gets in there this morning. It's this that lets the memory of love return to you. The other thought I had was um, how much I think of Sam when I see the end of five and the very practical aspect of making this invitation to the Holy Spirit for guidance a part of each day. Um, The whole idea of moving through the day, uh, developing um, the habit of asking for guidance when I most need it and recognizing when those occasions are that I most need it. But we see in the end of that paragraph, um, if you've made it a habit to ask for help when and where you can, you can be confident wisdom will be given you when you need it. Wouldn't that be a happy confidence? Prepare for this each morning. 
Remember God when you can throughout the day. Ask the Holy Spirit's help when it's possible to do so. And thank him for his guidance at night. Isn't that complete? I mean, that's just, you know, in a single sentence. It's just so complete and it's so practical. It's such easy instruction. There's no fighting or nothing I need resist. It's just so, it's just so light and easy. Thanks. I'm complete. Yeah, that's great. It's like your prescription you talked about the other day. It's the prescription. Love it. Thank you. This is Carl. I'd like to, to add two words to this. Um, and thank him for his guidance at night and into the night. I think that uh, I think that the Holy Spirit is twenty four seven, and uh, I think that uh, he can guide us in our sleep as well. I'm complete. Yeah, thanks, Carl. Thanks, Carl. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. He says, I work with your higher mind, whether waking or sleeping. Wow. Wow. It's so funny. I woke up this morning thinking, gosh, I was restless in my dreams last night. Holy Spirit, let me have your thoughts during the night (laughs) instead of my ego thoughts. So I'm glad you said that, Carl. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, and I'm particularly uh, interested, this is Wendy, about the um, gratitude because when you said that, it sort of woke me up. I'm like, oh, yeah, gratitude. And then I remember I've been taught that gratitude is the law of increase. Whatever you're grateful for increases in your consciousness and then in your manifestation. Whatever you forgive, diminishes and disappears until you forget and that's the law of erasure so that's that gratitude at night is a beautiful idea for me to incorporate into my practice thank you very very much that was really nice Wendy thanks thank you thank Carl thanks everybody it's Paula. Can you hear me? Yes. It's a little soft. Can you hear me now? Perfect. Okay. So I just would like to read the last two sentences of paragraph six. A loving father does not let his child harm himself or choose his own destruction. He may ask for injury, but his father will protect him still. How much more than this does your father love his son? Thank you for letting me read that. I'm complete. Thanks, Paula. Thanks, Paula. Thank you. Thanks, Paula. Loud and clear. Thank you, Paula.
All right, Reverend Rita, what do you say? Shall we pray? Well, that's interesting. Yes, I was just I was just going to share before we go into prayer, uh, and I'm so and I think it's <laughs> I think it must be um, what I should share because it came right up when I did a search, and usually I have to spend a long, fairly long time searching. I remembered a part in the Course where he tells us how precious our brothers are. What I was thinking of is how precious Rob is and Reverend Louis, and all of us. How precious. And I remember in the Course where he said, um, you could scarce refrain from kneeling at his feet. And he's not talking about Jesus. He's talking about our brother, every brother. So I found it, and I just wanted to share it. It said, um, because see, when I'm an ego, <laughs> I'm not, I'm still the son of God, and, um, and the ego's not real. So nothing has changed about who I am. And I may plug people in and give them an opportunity to forgive. You know, I need that T-shirt, I'm a lesson in forgiveness. <laughs> I can do that by being in my ego, and I'll give you an opportunity to see who I truly am, to see me with the eyes of Christ. And that's your gift to me. <laughs> and then, you know, if not, then I have the opportunity to see myself as the Christ, you know, with the Christ eyes, and, and forgive myself. So in, uh, let's see, it's in um, Lesson 161, uh, give me your blessing, Holy Son of God. And, and eight, it said, who sees a brother as a body sees him as fear symbol. And he will attack because what he beholds is his own fear external to himself, poised to attack and howling to unite with him again. Mistake not the intensity of rage projected fear must spawn. It shrieks in wrath and claws the air in frantic hope it can reach to its maker and devour him. This do the body's eyes behold in one whom heaven cherishes. The angels love and God created perfect. This is his reality. And in Christ's vision is his loveliness reflected in a form so holy and so beautiful that you could scarce refrain from kneeling at his feet. Yet you will take his hand instead for you are like him in the sight that sees him thus. Unquote. Today I choose to see my brother as I choose to see myself with Christ's eyes, Christ's vision. I forgive myself for any misperception, which means I, I see what is real about myself and my brother. So uh, it's my prayer. <laughs> but we, um, we, we close now by... Uh, closing our eyes and joining one another. And it's not any real difference from what we've been doing. We've been joining. Minds are, in fact, already joined. When I am unsure about what to do or what to say, let me always remember I can call upon the love within me to show me the way. Let me know that sometimes it isn't even words that are called for. Sometimes our brother is the one, quote, who needs but a smile, being as yet unready for more, unquote. 
And when I smile, I receive the gift as well. Let me remember and be glad that in all situations I have a teacher within, quote, who cannot make a mistake. His answers are always right, unquote. I thought it was all up to me to know how to navigate in this world. I thought I had to make a persona which was successful, popular, and respected. Yet in doing so, I've closed the door to my creator. How lonely this journey was and filled with so much guilt. Now I hear love tell me, quote, to follow the Holy Spirit's guidance is to let yourself be absolved of guilt. It is the essence of the atonement. It is the core of the curriculum. To return the function to the one to whom it belongs is thus the escape from fear. And it is this that lets the memory of love return to you. Unquote. The memory of love. How precious it is. It informs me of reality and makes straight the way. When the fear is gone, love rushes in. As I open to the memory of love, I realize that it is indeed not I who am the doer, but the love which is in my very soul. I was created with the power of all that is. It is one power, one love, one reality, one truth, and all I need to do is open to it as my true self, my, quote, true inheritance, unquote. And so we pray, Father, Mother, God, today you whisper in my heart through my elder brother these loving words which I cherish as my guide home. Quote, Ask all things of his teacher and all things are given you, not in the future, but immediately, now. God does not wait, for waiting implies time and he is timeless. Forget your foolish images, your sense of frailty and your fear of harm, your dreams of danger and selected wrongs. God knows but his son. And as he was created, so he is. In confidence I place you in his hands and I give thanks for you that this is so. Unquote. And so it is. Amen. So it is. Thank you so much, Reverend Reacher. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you, Reverend Reacher. Thank you, Reverend Reacher. Thank you, Reverend Reacher. Thank you, Reverend Reacher. Thank you.